This is Chance in France, a podcast by two women leaving LA and New York to start new lives in rural France. Hosted by Katie Perido and Andrea Torrenti. Currently, Andrea and I live in small towns in the Loire Valley. We're both married to French men and decided to leave our lives in the U.S. behind to start new adventures here in France. Today, in our first episode, we'll talk about how we met our husbands. She met her husband in New York, and I met my husband in Texas. Really quick, I just want to give you guys uh, like an insight into how we're doing this. We are literally sitting in Andrea's kiddo's bedroom... <laughs> in this little cabin. A log cabin. A real one. Kind of made out of Lincoln Logs. Basically, yes. Okay. I met Matt in Denton, Texas. I was in college, and I was a waitress in a... Like, the only restaurant in town that you could get, like, a decent glass of wine with a steak or a piece of fish. Um, and Matt was doing an internship at a local company like that was like an hour north in this middle of nowhere town called Gainesville and some really nice person had advised him not to live there they were like (laughs) they were like it's they were like it's like Oklahoma sorry Oklahoma but you don't live there live an hour south in like this college town where you can like go out and have a drink with people and socialize and like be with other people your age and he followed that advice so he played rugby in Texas if you can believe that. And he would come into this kind of nice restaurant that I worked in where I had to wear like all black and, um, uh, you know, present people wine bottles and shit before I poured it. He would come in with his dad and he, in his tiny rugby shorts, which I was very intrigued by because (laughs) in Texas, you don't, straight men do not wander around in tiny shorts. I need to know the ball situation. Was there exposure? There was occasional ball exposure, particularly if we had to kneel for a photo. Um, Basically, I met him in this restaurant and his dad wanted me to have coffee with him and, you know, said he needs to improve his English and they were very good customers and I thought, sure, why not? You know, I thought I would just have coffee with him and you know, we would say two words to each other because he did not appear to speak hardly any English. And that would be that. Yeah. Well, how old were you guys? Uh, I was graduating college, like, right around the time that I met him. So I was, like, 20... 20? Yes. Oh, my God. What about you? (laughs) Um, I met Jeremy when I was 32. So um, I was with a group of my friends for New Year's Eve, Um, we planned a boat trip around the Hudson River because in New York, um, planning New Year's Eve is always a big to-do because there's so much expectation. It's New York City, New Year's Eve, so you're expecting to just, you know, balls to the wall, great night. And, um, for the first time, I let one of my friends do the planning and, um, we decided to do a boat ride. So... Um, I put on sequin pants for the event. Can I just say that I love that you guys thought it was a good idea to, like, go on a boat on the one night of the year where it's pretty certain you're going to be fucking wasted. (laughs) You were like, you know, 
let's just throw caution to the wind. Let's get in a situation where we could likely drown. But let's have fun. It's funny because in <laughs> our mind, we thought we were being super classy by getting on a boat on New Year's Eve. Because usually it's a dirty bar or someone's house or something. So we actually thought we were being very classy that evening. It's true, you're probably reducing the risk of driving drunk or being hit by a car, <laughs> you know? That's true, let's go with that. Okay, um, so that night, um, sequin pants, blue top, see-through, black bra, red lipstick. Um, sequin pants. Yeah. How functional were these pants? Um, to pull them down and pull them back up when I had to use the toilet was extremely difficult. Um, I basically held in my urine most of the time. You were like a mermaid. You know, like, <laughs> sequin, sequins are like scales. You basically had on, like, mermaid pants. I felt like a mermaid that night. What color were they? Black. Thank God, because if they were, like, emerald green. No, stop. <laughs> I have style. I wasn't going that way. Um, so we walked onto the boat. I was the only single person with a group of my friends. Everyone else was coupled up. So as you can imagine, I was ready to party. We step on the boat. Well, yeah, you were wearing sequin pants. Like, you don't Says bust those bitches out for, like, a casual night on the couch. No. <laughs> Funny thing is, though, they were so darn tight, I knew I could never wear them again, so I returned them back to H&M, kept the tag on. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> That's American. It is. Because you cannot return shit in France. No. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, I walked onto the boat. I... We all put our coats down and we headed towards the bar. And actually, I spotted Jeremy, my now husband, at the bar. And I thought to myself, he's pretty cute. So um, as we were approaching the bar area and he was standing there with some of his friends, um, the boat started to leave the dock. And we, the boat swayed to the right, so I kind of, and he was standing to my left conveniently, so I grabbed his arm to level myself off, but that was sort of like a creeper move on my part because I knew what I was doing. I was gonna say, I think you were trying to like realize a romantic comedy moment. I think, <laughs> I think you were full on like, the boat's about to move, I'm gonna mm -hmm. get a little unstable and have a good reason to touch this hot dude. I got unstable and <laughs> I grabbed not, him. Not like, not like mental health wise unstable, <laughs> just like, you know, your that footy. That too. <laughs> your footy. So I grabbed onto him and he immediate was like, uh, immediately said to me, I don't speak English. And I was like, okay, well, where are you from? And he said, I'm from France. So I really, that's, that's funny. I kind of do that when I am in a situation where I I'm like panicked and don't want to deal with it in France. I go, I don't speak French. <laughs> well, what's funny, what's funny is if like, if he tells the story, so I'm telling my version of the story, but if he yeah. tells his version of the story, he kind of said that so that I would go away. Yes. Like me in France, when people come up to me and they think that I, they're, they're like, will you give us a donation? And I'm a jerk. And I'm like, uh, I don't speak French, which is totally a lie. But I know they'll leave me alone. Yes. So that's so that was his move. So I grab onto him, and, and his you just move, like grabbed him tighter. Yeah. And his move was go away. And um, so from then on, though, we we did have a drink, and the music was really good. So we were both dancing and having a good time. Um, we 
we then went downstairs to the buffet area and at that point like I wasn't expecting him and his friends to you know even talk to us after we were dancing and stuff but I sat down with my friends and then he came with his friends and we all sat at one huge table and proceeded to eat together so in my mind that was like game on a little bit because you don't yeah. sit and eat with someone yeah, no, that's a commitment. That's, I mean, Jesus. That's date, dating nowadays, you don't even take people out to dinner on the first try. You're like, let's do a coffee. I can get out of that in like 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Like, So in my mind, I'm like, all right, he's, he's you know, ready to do this. Um, the, night, the night proceeded as, okay, the ball drops, the fireworks go off. It's New Year's Eve. We have a little kiss. Um, we were outside, so he gave me his jacket. Again, another move. Like, yeah, you're, thought, you're in a real life romantic comedy at this point. Yeah, like, jacket was on me, you know? So I'm like, this is marriage. Like, this is real. <laughs> the boat ride ended at 1 a.m., so I was going to a bar with my friends, and luckily my friend's boyfriend spoke French. Oh, right. So he... Um, explained to the French people that we were going out after and we wanted them to join us. So they joined us and um, You're so lucky you had it like a translator. I needed a translator. In your I needed like, like what I needed would you a have done if person. there was like I only speak Spanish? Like we're all just like, Oh, good night. You wouldn't be married right now. I'm telling you, it was like it was The stars aligned. Real, the stars were aligned. Like I had my own French translator next to me. Um so we went to the bar and, you know, I knew I knew what was going to happen that evening, okay? Andrea's making uh, uh, dancey hand motions right now that demonstrate that she, she knows what's up. I knew what was happening, okay? A <laughs> little bit so, like the robot. <laughs> I needed my French-speaking friend to tell Jeremy that although I wanted to hang out the rest of the evening, I didn't want that to happen in my place because I had to get up in the morning and get on an airplane and go to work. Damn, you made your friend, like, do your booty call for you the, in French. Yes. Got and it. he was slightly appalled because he's British, and and I didn't know him very well at that time. Um, you didn't know him that well? No. And you were like, you were like, okay, set this shit up for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's just me. I didn't care. Yes, but I that's why that he was you. appalled. That's why he was slightly appalled by the whole situation. Yeah. Now we talk about it and laugh, and it's totally cool. So... Um, and totally worth it, right? Totally worth it. Do you tell him he was like a, a key player in like he your made current that love night story? Happen. He made without him that night was nothing. So um, we so on the train going back to Jeremy's friend's house, I run into a good friend of mine. His name is Justin Brady, and I have to throw out his name because Justin is that guy that you see randomly everywhere. And it's always a party. Like, as soon as you see him, it's like, party just started. Oh. So, um, I see him, and it was, in my mind, it was like a comfort thing because, you know, you hear stories of like, okay, I'm going to go back to this person's house that I don't know, maybe I'm going to get murdered. So when I saw my friend, I was like, can you come with me to this guy's house that I don't know? And he was with some random girl that he met. So, <laughs> so he came along as like my comfort and to make sure everything was cool. For like the rest of the night, like you were like, can you chaperone my sex having? <laughs> because I think I might die, but I'm still heavily motivated to do this guy. Is that what happened? That's exactly what happened. Really? So, yes, so he came along and um, I, I really don't remember. I'm amazed at your ability to like, 
to like convince people to help you in your mission. Like two people in one night, you were like, I need I you. recruited them. Yes, they and they know. could have been like, you are on your own. <laughs> no, because they know that I would do it for them. Okay, solid. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Got it. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Exactly, because I would do it for my people. Um, so anyway, we hung out the rest of the evening, and then in the morning around 6 a.m. I had to leave, and I had to get in a taxi and go back to my apartment, get my suitcase, and go to the airport. Which is kind of perfect, honestly. Like, it's very non-committal. Like, you can, you can just be like, I literally have to get on a plane right now, That's... and I cannot stay with you any longer. That is why I had the French translator. I had it mapped out. I was tipsy, but I'm never gonna I was play chess clear. with you. I'm never gonna play chess. <laughs> I was clear. Um, I was tipsy but clear. <laughs> I was tipsy but clear. Um, so when I left Jeremy, we exchanged Facebooks. I just said, "Okay, here's my last name. What's your last name? Let's friend each other," and that was it. Um, while I was in Florida, we while I was working in Florida, we had sent messages back and forth, but that was basically it. When I returned to New York, I was having coffee with a friend of mine, and she's like, why don't you go visit this dude? Have you ever been to France? I'm like, no. She's like, just go. I'm like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I, I send Jeremy a message and I say, hey, would you mind if I came to visit you for a few days in February? And he was like, not at all. I would love that. Would you mind if I came to visit you for three weeks in March? I said, not at all. I love that. Oh, wow. Um, so I booked a flight to France the first weekend in February of 2013, um, and it was the best weekend of my life. He planned the most romantic weekend. I don't really remember everything that was happening because I was exhausted and I was jet-lagged, so I just remember him driving a lot and me sleeping in the car and us not really talking, but... But good start. It was, good guy that'll drive you around while you're like half asleep, right? <laughs> and you were past the murder phase, so you were pretty exactly. sure he wasn't going to drive you into the woods and like, you know, beat you to death. But I did have that fear at one point because um, one of the things that he planned was a romantic evening in like a chateau. At, of which there are many. There are many. But this chateau, I, I have no idea where, where it is. No clue. To this day. To this day. <laughs> No clue. But I just remember, like, we were driving so much, and it was so late at night at this point where we finally arrived to this chateau, and it was a very long driveway with trees, and, you know, basically every chateau has this long entryway, but I didn't know that. I really didn't know anything about it. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, we're going down this long street. It's dark with trees. I'm like, this is the murder moment. This is the woods. This is the time where he kills me. But no, it was a chateau. Beautiful. <laughs> um, and we spent the night there and then... That's the... pretty much the best way that could turn out. Like, you think you're about to be killed and you're like, nope, it's a castle. <laughs> just kidding. P.S. I want to... I just want to point out to all of our listeners, all two of you, that um, there are so many goddamn castles here. So many. So many. And you think there's like a handful... But there's like a handful within rock throwing distance. Like castles are everywhere here. So much so that I think you and I can both agree we've been to so many. And we also probably don't even know the names of all of them. No, like, no, no clue. Everybody's wedding, every like 
you go to them all the time. So many times I've been to castles, but I have to say one thing. Um, it doesn't get old yet. Like I still, oh, you're still into it. I'm still into it because I enjoy the gardens. I know the gardens are the nice. gardens. Are, like the inside, I'm just like wah wah. Okay, yes, it's beautiful. Okay, you know the chandeliers and the molding on the, you know, all of that is gorgeous. But I really, I do enjoy the gardens. So you're not at the, uh, the AFC like hashtag AFC point. You're not at like the another fucking chateau where like you've been to so many that you're just like yeah, I'm at another castle. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. AFC. Hashtag AFC tonight. Uh, um, I no. I don't remember where I was going with this, but I will say that... Um, he the, didn't murder you. He didn't murder me. I'm still here. Um, I had a, had an amazing weekend. Um, but before I left, my mom was like, didn't you ever see the movie Taken? Yeah. Which one, <laughs> Mom? There's like five now. And I'm like, at this time I'm 32, and I'm like, Mom... If he's going to kill me, let's go out in style. <laughs> that, and also, who wants, like, a used and abused 32-year-old? Like, don't they want, like, a nice, fresh teen? Oh, right, because like, it's the sex trade. Right. Yeah. Like, like he's taken as, like, he's trying to rescue young girls from, Exactly. Like, you, know, you know, no one wants to take an old lady. I agree. You're not old, but they weren't, yeah. They, but, want, uh, they know, want, like, they want movie. fresh 20-year-olds. For the, for Which is what I was. Exactly. When you, I, I came to France the first time. You should have been taken. I was not taken clearly. Uh, I'm a little offended. <laughs> uh, but it ended in a marriage at some point. So we met these guys under different circumstances. Andrea met her husband at a party. I met my husband in a restaurant I worked in. I don't think we both knew the adventure that we would be on marrying people that were from another country. Eventually, we would both make our way to France. There's more to our stories about how we got here, but we'll talk about that more. That's kind of the point of this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And now a word from our sponsors. Just kidding. We don't have sponsors yet. But if you're interested, feel free to send us an email at chanceinfrance at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-N-C-E-I-N-F-R-A-N-C-E at gmail.com. And we'd like to hear from you. And we want to say thank you to Dana Boole for our music. Music.